Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. I'm really excited to talk to a guy who I've seen around the place. Um, he's uh, one of those guys who I'm sort of uh, going back and forth with on the these agora calls that we get onto each week. Uh, he's a, he's a copywriter who is doing amazing things for for a company like Agora Financial. So I better let yourself let you introduce yourself, uh, uh, Jimmy. So this is Jimmy Parent. So, so welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on, my friend. Yeah, anytime, man. The stuff that you're doing with Agora, it's really uh, I'm excited to dive into that because we were just talking off camera about some of the stuff that you were doing. So um, do you want to tell the folks a little bit about yourself, where you came from? Yeah, so my name is Jimmy. Um, I come from Arizona. I like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I stumbled into copy copywriting like most of us probably a, a couple of years ago now. Now I'd been, you know, obsessed with persuasion and influence and sales, salesmanship for for the last decade or so, once I, once I stumbled across that, but I didn't know what to do with it. You know, I got into sales and quickly got bored. You know, I've, I, I was a pre-medical student. I was a race car fabricator. You know, I was even an x-ray tech, you know, x-raying little kids with broken bones, just because I didn't know what I wanted to be, you know, when I grew up. But then when I stumbled across copywriting, you know, like most of you, I said, wait a minute, there's other people like me and not... Not just that, their entire field of people like me, it's like an island of misfit toys, you know? And so it's like I can professionally just persuade people into doing things on purpose and get paid very well to do it. You know, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. So then once I did that, I stumbled into Agora Financial, got working with them. And from there, just kind of been evolving my career inside of there. How did you find, how did you get hooked up with Agora Financial? Because as copywriters, you know, that's kind of the dream to, to go and work for a, a company like that. You know, I did it too uh, in a different sort of way with Mind Valley. Um, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if I'd be allowed to work in the US, but that was back in the day anyway. So how did, how did you end up getting started with it? Actually, it was through podcasts. So I'm connected pretty well with Kevin Rogers and his group Copy Chief. And so it was, I was listening to a few podcasts. Joe Schrieffer did a brilliant training inside Copy Chief called Copyboarding, which is a lot like storyboarding for copywriting, which yeah, yeah. tells you how to structure your promo. It's genius. So at the end of that training, he said, hey, by the way, I'm looking for copywriters. Here's the three traits that you need. You need to be insanely curious. Okay. And then he said two other things. I forget what they were, but I was hooked on the insanely curious. Right. I was like, that's yeah, me. <laughs> that's me. So I emailed him. I said, Hey, that's me. Um, what does this look like? And he said, look, you need to, you need to be willing to move out to Baltimore. Okay. You need to stick with us for at least a year or two, like in-house. So we, you know, basically to get indoctrinated hmm. into the Agora way. And I was living in Arizona, moving across the country to Baltimore. Um, you know, that felt like a big thing. But after discussing it with my wife and, you know, I mean, we're religious. So we prayed about it and did all that stuff. And it was like, look, we have nothing going for us here. We don't. You know, every time we try an opportunity, it's just like a brick wall. All of a sudden, the, the pinnacle of 
direct response when I'm new to direct response. Um, you know, Joe Schrieffer is like, hey, I love your stuff. Here's the hurdles you have to jump through to get here. You know, which is almost no hurdles. Just you just got to move here. Yeah. <laughs> so we said, yeah, let's do that. And so we did it. And in plain and simple, the the trick is being willing to do that. Being willing to do whatever it takes. Mm. You know, I believe in my favorite book ever. My two favorite, but either way, uh, Mastery by Robert Greene, where he talks about the old way of of becoming a master. Is you start as an apprentice. Then you become a journeyman, but you do that underneath a master. So to get good fast, you say, who's the master of industry? And for me, it was like, well, that's, you know, Agora Financial. There's a few others, mm. you know, but Agora Financial is the <clears throat> only one giving me the opportunity. So at that point, I was like, well, that's a no brainer. If I want to become one of the best direct response thinkers in the world and the opportunity to apprentice under them. It was like, yeah, bye family, you know, bye, bye mom and dad. Like, I know you're mad that I'm taking the grandkids away from you, but on the other hand, I don't care because we need to do whatever it takes, you know? So that, that's what it, that's what did it for me. That's a really interesting story because in 2015, you know, I moved from Australia to Malaysia um, and uh, as a take up the position with Mind Valley, you know? And yeah. uh, so I have a, a similar sort of thing. We, we thought of the house, we chucked some tenants, uh, uh, into our place, into our property there, and and moved into a little apartment in in the middle of Kuala Lumpur, and and uh, yes, start. I, I was there for three years, so um, and that that really got me a start in my career as well. I've already been around for a long time before that, but uh, but that's where I really started to go places. Right, and it was a no-brainer for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, yeah. I remember just being, you know, uh, uh, just sitting in my spare room at home. You're making good money, but uh, as a copywriter, but just being bored out of my head, and uh, yeah, not not having any challenges, and didn't have any copywriting friends uh, uh, in in the in the city. So um, you know, when the chance came up, I jumped at it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's the thing is it's it's about opportunity. You know, these windows open, and then they close. Yeah. You know, it's what we do in direct response. We're selling yeah. the opportunity. No matter what we're yeah. selling, the window's open, it's going to close. Here's the yeah. deadline. There's always scarcity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, real scarcity. Organic yeah. scarcity. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not the cookie time, but the real scarcity. <laughs> yeah. I only have 10 copies of this yeah. PDF that yeah. I can give away. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it didn't work, people wouldn't do it, but I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah uh, so, um, so that's how I stumbled into it. Yeah, interesting. And uh, um, you've always obviously been kicking ass there for a while, but what we were talking about off camera just before we uh, started the show you know, was the, the stuff about the identity. And you, you covered a, a, lot, a lot of this stuff on the, uh, on the, uh, the, the Agora call the other night, or, or maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, I'm not sure. But, uh, um, but you know, I guess the time blurs out that way when you don't have a nine to five. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I'd love to dive deep into that because that was really interesting. And especially for people who who are listening to the show, but can't quite nail, you know, a promotion. They can't, not quite sure who they're writing to and, and stuff like that. So how, how can, how did you get started in that? And, and where have you taken it from there? So when we talk about identity, so most people, you know, it, it's almost an, uh, an accepted um, mindset of find out where people are, you know, and sell to people um, where they're at. And I did that um, for a while and it wasn't working. You know, I was like, okay, I'm selling to a guy who's 71 years old. He's retired. 
Um, he has five hundred thousand. What's that? Say it again. The Agora Avatar. Yes, yes, the Agora Financial Avatar. You know, this guy has five hundred thousand to invest. He's a retired dentist or a retired, you know, construction worker, and it's like, okay, so I'm selling to people, you know, where they are now, and it wasn't working, you know, and then. I, I had the epiphany when I stumbled across a field called epistemology, which epistemology is related to education. It's about cognition and, and the science of learning and the yeah. science of thinking, you know? So it's a lot of cognitive psychology and um, the major players in that industry is, is anyone in the education system, you know, like, like try, the, these PhDs trying to figure out, all right, if I'm talking to a sixth grader, how do I get him interested enough to pay attention to what I'm teaching them. Okay. And then from there, that's where I had the further epiphany of, wait a minute, you know, if we're supposedly selling to the croc brain or, you know, the monkey brain yeah. or whatever you want to call it, you know, it's like, okay, those are purely emotional. And I dove into that and I said, okay, that's really interesting. That that's where I discovered that in like men and women, our brains aren't fully developed until we're about 25. Like women, mm. it's a little earlier. That's why they're more mature earlier than men. Men, it's about 25. Okay. And so it's like, okay, wait a minute. Um, you know, that's where their frontal lobe connects to the, the posterior lobes and all the other connections or whatever the, whatever the right terms are. Yeah. That's where it's fully connected to where they can think a little more logically, but we don't make decisions logically. Right. And so I said, wait a minute. If I learned how to, how I could convince and persuade um, kids to do stuff, you know, like kids and preteens to do stuff, then I could convince adults how to do stuff, you know, because I'm like, I, I'm just purely talking to the emotional brain, especially if I'm talking to a 14 year old teenage boy, yeah, <laughs> you know, or a 16 year old teenage girl who are purely emotional and just like going way off the charts with their ridiculous things that they do. I said, okay, this is really cool. So that's, you know, kind of how I got into epistemology. And from there, I realized, wait a minute, you know, this is a tribal thing, you know, like think the caveman days, you know, it's like I do stuff based on whether or not it affects my ranking in the tribe. You know, it's like, do I want to become the uh, leader of the pack? Well, if you're, you know, I, I don't want to get into the, the politics of this, but if you're male, you know, if you're biologically male, yes, you do. You consistently yeah. want to become the leader of the pack. Even the yeah. person who's super introverted, he has those aspirations. You know, that's why we read comic books, why we watch superhero movies. You know, have you ever seen like a ninja movie and then you get out of the movie and you just want to beat stuff up? Yeah. <laughs> you just like, want to go fight stuff. And you're like, what am I doing? I'm like a 30-year-old man, you know? And I'm like, I just want to go fight things. Like, what is – it's like that, that whole priming. But either way, so – it, you know, it's like, that's what I want to be. And I said, wait a minute, what are the purchases that I've made as it relates to this? You know, I, I look at my car, you know, I drive a, a turbo Ford Focus. I'm like, why did I have to get the turbo one? It's like, well, I'm a car guy. I, you know, I justify it logically. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's, it's, you know, and I, I tried, I was like, oh, it's got good crash safety ratings. So I was like, yeah. I don't care about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like I got it because I could chip it and make it 400 horsepower. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's why I did it. Yeah. You know, and then I'm well, what are the supplements I buy? It's like, well, I buy like, um, oh, what is it called? Like testosterone boosters and things like that. It's like, 
I don't buy that for my health. I buy it in hopes that it's going to make me stronger, yeah. more man, manly, yeah. more masculine. And then yeah. with women, it's like, why do women buy makeup? They want to appear prettier, you know? And it's like, wait a minute. So that's where I figured out with the identity. I look at things like I identify as this, as me now, which is flawed. I am very dissatisfied with my current identity. I want to achieve this like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, in Terminator yeah. 2 identity like that guy was a monster you know and it's like what could i buy what could i do that could get me one step closer to that identity and then that's when i realized with like in everything in business you know like in real estate if you're talking to um a guy about buying a house you don't say this house is just like everything else on the block and you don't sell him the smallest house in the neighborhood you're going to do better off as a real estate agent if you sell him the biggest house in a crappier neighborhood than yeah. the smallest house in a nicer neighborhood. Mm. You know, so things that I that align with the identity of who he wants to become, which is king of the hill. You know, and mm. for women, the short answer there, there's this great book called Why She Buys. And there's a single page in there that breaks it down. And it says, you know, women want to become indispensable and men want to become independent. You know, so think of who they want to become, no matter what you're selling and sell them that future identity, not their current identity. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, so it's really, it's really aspirational. You know, it's like, uh, um, uh, like, like, like you said before, you started out selling to people who they are. But, and this is, this is something that I've been taught as well. When, I, when I've been coming up in copywriting, you know, meet people where they're at. But uh, that's that's not the case. You know, nobody aspires to be the same as they are. Like you said, you're not happy with the way you are, and I think every human being is is like that to some degree. You know, that this is why we we try to improve ourselves. You hit the you hit the absolute nail on the head with that. It's like we're trying to improve ourselves, and and one of the most important lessons that I ever got on this was um, uh, when I was briefly working with David Deutsch. You know, on a, on a project that ended up, you know, fizzling out. But he said, look, people aren't looking for necessarily improvement. They're looking for an instant transformation. Mm. You know, so you, you sell them something that gives them that transformation. You know, even if the transformation, it, like, so it goes like this. So the transformation won't be like, I take a pill and boom, I look like Arnie. You know, yeah. I mean, I could... You know, they're called synthetic and, and anabolic steroids and things like that. And it'll, you know, that could happen. Now, sometimes the transformation isn't the, you know, isn't the physical or the literal transformation. It's the identity transformation. So, mm. so look at it like this. My current identity has objections. You know, so uh, you take two people. Um, one of them is a 250-pound woman. One of them is a 110-pound woman. Both of them identify as fat. You know, both of them say, I'm fat. They're both buying the same weight loss products. Yeah. One of them is not fat. Yeah. One of them very much is. And the, the thing is, is they both identify as fat. Now, because they identify as that, they also have identities of, of um, we call them objections, which are sales letters, try yeah. and overcome, you know, but for example, the large woman says, well, I can't. So that's the key, the phrase, the word I yeah. can't, I can't do X. I can't lose weight because 
of this. I can't lose weight because I'm, what's the old one? I'm big boned. I can't lose weight because it's in my genetics. Mm. I can't lose weight, you know, because I have a knee injury, you know, so I can't run, you know? And so these are all hangups. And so then what you do in a sales letter is you, you create a new identity that sidesteps all of those, you know? And so then the instant transformation is I no longer identify as a woman who can't. I now identify as this new person who can. Okay. And so uh, someone who's great at this is like Jason Fladlin and, uh, and even Russell Brunson, yeah. you know, when they do their, they call it the three epiphanies, you know, um, really the epiphany is a feeling. What they're talking about is the, the three insights that says, Hey, if you think that you're too old to lose weight, um, I'm actually going to show you why the older you get, the easier it is to lose weight. Yeah. So you see how I instantly sidestepped. Turn yeah. Yeah. Turn it new identity. And if you think that you need to go to the gym and exercise to lose weight, um, I'm going to show you why quitting the gym is actually going to help you lose more weight. And so now with their injuries and stuff, they're like, oh, I don't have yeah. to do that anymore. And here's why eating diet food is actually uh, ruining your metabolism and why eating McDonald's every day um, could be the cure to your obesity or whatever you're allowed to say nowadays. You yeah. know? <laughs> so it's creating that new identity so that, so that is the instant transformation. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. It makes a lot of sense. And it's very powerful too, you know, um, uh, getting rid of those objections, but in, in, a, in a completely different way, um, in a much more powerful way than, than the standard stuff that we've been taught, you know, coming up with copywriting. And I was having this discussion with somebody uh, not long ago. So, um, you know, uh, where we were, we just brought up with the standard hypey copy. And, you know, if we, we thought if we had uh, uh, um, a great headline and uh, a great, uh, uh, um, offer and everything like that, you know, we have a, have a, have a, a very, very good winner. So, um, but it turns out, you know, the secret to real copywriting is, is uh, really deep psychological stuff like, like what you're talking about today. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it would do you a lot of justice, whoever you, the, the listener, the viewer right now, it will do you a lot of justice to learn the secrets behind therapy. Okay, and what I mean by that is look at why people have problems, you know, so it's in, in this, I don't even know what the school of thought is, but the way I've learned it, which may or may not be right, but it's been working for me so far, is people have two mechanisms for things that they do. So they're shielding and then they're soothing, you know, so let's say that you grew up super poor and you were put into a situation like, let's say you were the poor kid in a school that was full of wealthy kids, mm. you know, which can happen from school boundaries. Like there's this little sliver of this poor zone and you went to school with like the kids that grew up in a million dollars. And that was my case. And so it was, I was a super poor kid and I was always like mocked, made fun of. I, I was a kid that had like the same pair of shoes two years yeah. in a row. They were falling apart. You know, I had to be glued together. And so now I, there's two ways I cope with that. So one is shielding where it's like, what can, I, what can I do to shield myself to make sure I'm never put in that awkward social situation ever again? You know, and so that's making a lot of money. You know, like look at all the people that are obsessively making money, but they hoard money. Yeah. You know, you can look at them and say, oh, there's, there's probably something that happened earlier on where now they're making money just to 
to build up these sandbags of cash to make sure that these these attacks about their poverty never happen again. But then mm. also their soothing of let's say an attack gets through and it hits you because you have all these gaps in your armor and it hurts. So we can't really deal with it. You know, it's like when we get constructive criticism, no matter yeah. how old you are, it always stings. It always mm. hurts. You know, so we find ways to soothe it. And the soothing mechanisms are exactly what they think you are. Drinking, smoking, uh, sex, um, you know, all. so you look at all the major addictions people have, you know, and it's like it's related to, ah, I don't like this pain. So rather than deal with it, I'm going to go soothe it and numb the pain. You yeah. know, so that's that's where they say the three major industries that will never go out of business. I think I learned this from James Altucher, actually. He says the three the three industries paid, get laid, lose weight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when you relate that to the tribal thing, it's like, oh, I see the connections here. It's mm. like, how can I advance? And then how could I prevent myself from declining? Mm. You know, and so, you know, with the soothing and shielding, that's how both of those fit in. Yeah, it's fascinating, these insights into how how we think about stuff and how we deal with, um, you know, shit that happened throughout our lives and and how that that comes out in in the uh, emotional uh, buying decisions that we make. So, um, so yeah, that's incredibly valuable for anyone that uh, that is listening as a copywriter for sure. Um, and how does that uh, um, relate to what you're doing? Because uh, I know you can't uh, um, uh, spill too much of the beans about what uh, what goes on behind uh, Agora Financial's doors, but uh, the one of the uh, the categories you mentioned is get paid, so which is um, uh, sort of where you're um, working on with the Agora stuff. So how, how, how does, how does this all fit into somebody who's say looking to, uh, you know, invest in, and the tip, a typical Agora financial customer. Right. So we are selling to the get rich quick market. Okay. Now it's, there's variations of that market. It depends on what the marketplace is doing you know like right now we're in a sort of bull market you know it's it's uh, april 12 2019 you know it's chopping around but in general the sentiment you know how the how the general public is feeling is like things are doing good anything you know and so for them i'm going to sell them opportunities that could capitalize on that you know so i wouldn't sell them an opportunity on here's how to get stable consistent income yeah you know, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds good. I can worry about that later. But how do I capitalize on this big movement that everyone's talking about? Mm. You know, it's, it's sort of like selling income to these to these people that were making huge gains during the crypto boom. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, I'm not even going to see it. You know, sell me something that, that can make me 20,000% a day in Bitcoin with a new method that no one's talked about before. Sell me that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now with the markets crashing where they're losing their shirt, you know, and they might lose their home. Now I'm going to sell them income. That's like, the make... stability. Yes. Yes. So it's, that's the, that's the cure that they're looking for. Cause then they're like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm losing money, but I also don't have any income. I just lost my job. Yeah. You know, I wasn't ready to retire. And they're like, great. Even if you just lost your job and you're not ready to retire, here's how to make a steady four to $6,000 a month. Hmm. You know, so that's what I would sell them. But either way, it's all around getting money 
quickly, those quick transformations. I'm, I identify as someone who can't make money, who can't capitalize on this. Now you're going to give me a new mechanism that transforms me into, into the new identity of someone who can make money mm-hmm. and capitalize on this. If you want, now, if you want that, just click here to purchase. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. And is it always like, uh, um, either one or the other, like in, in the, the current market, is it all just a, is it all just a, you know, um, fast growth and stuff, no stability, or is there always a market for each side of the, of the coin? It's, there's actually four of them. Um, this, this, that specific angle is, there's a guy named uh, Jake Hopberg. He talks about this. Um, he's really the master of that. Um, it's, it's, uh, let's see if I can remember this. It's the market's booming, the market's crashing, but then there's also like the market is choppy and there's a certain type of product you sell them when the, when the market is, you know, uh, yeah. insecure, or unstable. And there's a fourth one that I'm, I'm drawing a blank on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the, 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 I, the angles that you're selling them are different. Yeah. At that stage where Eugene Schwartz level of sophistication comes into the market. Okay. So it's there, you know, there's levels of awareness and all that stuff. Um, but really we're looking at the same awareness, someone who's around level, uh, yeah, level three, level four, but we're talking to someone who's floating between a stage two and a stage four awareness. Mm. So what happens in there, for those of you that aren't familiar, if you're the first person into a marketplace, okay, you can just give them, you know, here's the benefit without a big idea, without a new mechanism. You just say, here's how to make 10,000% in trading Bitcoin cool you're the first person who said that i'm in now what happens when there's 50 people 50 gurus saying that and then 5,000 yeah 5,000 affiliates are all hitting you with their new their masters at this and all this stuff so what do you do we introduce a new mechanism that says you know here's here's the um you know the the bc method that makes you 10,000 percent in crypto every 24 hours well, then that's like, okay, I've heard of the benefit, but what's this BC method? You know, it mm. opens up a curiosity. Mm. You know, and I was just, you're yeah. just picking yeah. that name. I was just making yeah, something yeah. up. You know, it's like, well, what is that? that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, circle R copyright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, well, what is that? It opens up that curiosity gap. And so that's what we're doing. And that's why in the financial markets, we're in the, what's called the big idea market. You know, which is how can we introduce these new mechanisms in place that open that is that makes what you're what you're doing different, not better. You know, normally people would be like, well, everyone else is saying here's how to make 10,000 percent. I'm going to show you how to make 11,000 percent. You know, it's like here's five minute abs. Well, I have four minute abs. Yeah. You know, and so that's the normal battle. But when you introduce a new mechanism into place, that instantly separates you. You know, like uh, back in the day when uh, Gary Bensavanga was in the world of, of explicitly get rich quick, he, he, you know, worked on a promo said, get rich slowly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what? And it did <laughs> incredibly well just because it was different. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's really the secret behind the big idea is just be different. Even if it doesn't make sense, just be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's a really key secret for any copywriter watching on this. So um, how can people like uh, 
put this into practice as they're writing, you know, because um, uh, a lot of information that you covered tonight and, and, uh, and it's really very valuable. How, how, do, how does, a, how does a, um, an up and coming copywriter really master um, writing to identities and people um, where they want to be? It actually, you know, so I love the idea, the advice of sell something, just find something and sell it. Okay. And a good way to do that. I, you know, this is, this is a tough, tough question. What I found is sell something to yourself. Okay. And it's like, who am I? What do I buy now? What yeah. am I doing now? And, and just do a deep dive into yourself. Why am I really buying that? Well, it's like, I hope it'll make me look cooler. Mm. You know, it's like, why did I buy that, you know, a $150 pair of Ray-Ban aviator sunglasses when I have a $20 pair that, that actually fit better, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, those make me look like Eastwood, you know, make me look like a, you know, a Billy badass. And these other ones are, well, they're just $20 pair with like a no name label, you know, so mm. look at your own purchases, you know, and just do a deep dive into yourself. And then you start once you're aware of this, then you start looking at other things other people do. Like, well, why does that person wearing Under Armour clothes? You know, when when a regular T-shirt from like Target or Walmart, you know, yeah. can sometimes be more comfortable. Yeah. Like, and it's not an actual Under Armour like Under Armour. It's like it's just a T-shirt. It's yeah. not even doing anything. <laughs> like, why are they? Well, it's a brand. What does that brand represent? Well, it's a symbol. You know, we're all like like peacocks in a way. It's like, how can I get shinier, prettier feathers, <laughs> you know, to stand out, you know? So just doing that, doing that deep dive and then looking out at the, at the world and realizing we're not buying things to sustain where we are now, unless it's at risk. You know, it's like, that's why you buy gasoline. Cause I don't want to be the person who identifies as a guy who ran out of gas on the side of the road. Yeah. yeah so there's true. defensive things. That's where like the basic, you know, the, what do they call that? The, the. Uh, Maslow's hierarchy there's yeah. like those big levels yeah we're going to do things to maintain and that's bread and butter and you know but you're not going to make your millions on that instead you sell them the next level sell them mm -hmm. diet pills sell them ways to pick up chicks better you know um things that raise their social standing you know so that you know i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but that's that's what my word vomit <laughs> started to <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's good word vomit and, and it makes sense uh you know it's it's uh, it's all great stuff for any copywriter to learn. So, um, you know, I, I'm always always uh, an eternal student myself. So I'm glad to to have this chance to to learn from you as well. So that that's pretty cool. Um, but it's it's going to be awesome for uh, anyone who's learning how to write copy because I've had this kind of stuff. Um, you know, uh, ten years ago, you know, I, I would have been uh, getting a lot more results back then, uh, the way I'm now. So. Um, it's it's really good stuff what what you've uh, what you've uh, come and shared. Um, uh, you are a true genius of copywriting. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. So, I mean, I, if you're okay with it, I do a, a it's like a weekly email of sorts. It's not it's not the usual usual marketing emails where it's like blah 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 and then pitch yeah. blah blah, yeah, blah yeah. pitch. I don't I don't I don't pitch anything because my customers aren't copywriters. Yeah. You know, um, so this week, so, you know, by the time this is up, you know, I'll have a link. So here's the, here's the deal though. It's not like a free email. Uh, let me rephrase that. It's a free email list. Yeah. It's, I, I ask you some questions 
um, in there. It's, it's a pseudo application, mainly because I'm looking for fodder on what you guys are interested in, mm. you know? And so, and it's also to weed out, you know, the people where it's like, uh, they're, they're not going to add anything. I'd rather yeah. talk to the few yeah, yeah. people that are serious about this, you know? So it's a simple form. It's a, just a Google form. Then I'll go through and, and add you to my list. I usually email you like every Monday or Wednesday and it's with like my latest research. So I'm, I'm one of those index cards guys and I'm like always learning new things and taking notes on index cards. And I usually like to give you um, what I learned, you know, yeah. at the latest. And, you know, yeah. as I read white papers and, and cognitive psychology yeah. research and stuff like that. So anything that could help you. So, you know, if, if you're good with it, I'll, I'll post a link to that too. Well, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, because uh, I'm definitely going to sign up for it myself. So uh, definitely let me know when that link is live and, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put a, uh, um, a link below this episode on the website as well. Um, for uh, uh, anyone listening here on iTunes, um, where there's no links, uh, do you have a website where you'll be putting this up? Yes, this sure. will be up. Yeah, this will be up just on my name, jimmyparent.com. Yeah, yeah. So jimmyparent.com, yeah. Um, that's a really exciting one for me because I'm really interested to, to keep reading about this stuff that you've got to say, especially when you've got no... Uh, no other um, intentions with you, just sharing the content. So, and based on what we've talked about today, you know, I'm interested to read it myself. So, um, jimmyparent.com, uh, spelled how it sounds, and uh, I'll put a link on this on the website as well. So, I highly encourage anybody who's who's actually uh, uh, interested in in taking their copy to this kind of level, um, definitely sign up for that newsletter. Yeah, and I, I just want to circle back on why I say that. You know, because, you know, I, my day job is I write for Agora Financial, Yeah. you know, and I, I'm doing, you know, I'm kind of in a, a black ops uh, room with what they're doing. I'm like doing, I'm in a skunk work situation yeah. with them. So I'm not necessarily the guy writing the promos anymore. Okay. Um, but my, when I say that my customers aren't copywriters, that's because, you know, my other, my other thing, my bread and butter is I work with venture capitalists and angel investors on their portfolios of of companies and I work with them in those companies to help them on their marketing and their big ideas, mm. you know? And so copywriters all need what I have, you know? And so that's, and so rather than put together another program or something, I believe in the power of abundance, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. very much a go giver in that sense because I'd rather build relationships, mm. you know, with you guys and just give away the farm. Because if I talk to 10,000 of you and I get connected with one angel investor, you know, that's going to make me, yeah, you know, all the sure. more money than yeah. <laughs> the 10,000 people. So, yeah. you know, that, that sure. that's my MO. That's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. So jimmyparent.com, uh, go to the site. Uh, we'll have that up by the time. Uh, this episode goes live and uh, I'll, I'll have it published by the time this goes live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, yeah, I highly encourage you to do that. It's, it's a very good uh, uh, investment of a little bit of time. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on Jimmy and sharing the stuff that you've been sharing. It's, it's really uh, um, awesome stuff. It's very important for, to not just to write the standard uh, level copy that a million copywriters write, but to go levels above that, which is uh, um, the stuff, we, we come to expect from Agora Financial. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, and uh, uh, everyone can go to jimmyparent.com and sign up for your newsletter. Um, so thanks again, and we'll have to do this again sometime. 
Absolutely. I have some more secrets to reveal, so I'd yeah, love to yeah. do that for you. Looking forward to part two, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.